Welcome to the Voices of St. Michael podcast, where we bring you talks, interviews, homilies, and prayers from the faith community of St. Michael Catholic Church in Independence. May the peace of Jesus Christ be with you always. Are there any um, cat uh, lovers here? People own cats? Okay. My, my family knows this for a fact that actually cats, I'm afraid of them, but this is one of those weird quirks. Even my sister's cat in New Jersey it knows to stay away from me. So as, they were kind of a revered animal in Egyptian society and religion. Some, some cats actually received the same mummification after death as humans. And in fact, in 1888, an Egyptian farmer uncovered this large tomb with mummified cats and kittens. So this discovery, it was outside a town of, called Beni Hazen, had 80,000 cat mummies. So, thousands of years ago, they were worshipped as gods, maybe. Apparently, they have not forgotten this. You've seen that sometimes the life of a cat revolves around what the cat wants to do, to eat, to be petted, to sleep. I remember we had one feral cat in my first assignment in Litchfield. Okay, so we were on 72 acres. And, uh, yeah, you didn't get in the way of this cat. She's like, I rule this campus. And so this great, profound parable, Jesus tells his disciples, is that those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and it is only by humbling ourselves that we can be exalted. Humility, as we know, it's tough. That's a tough virtue. Why does Jesus think it's so important? Humility is the willingness to acknowledge our own limitations. It tells us that it is a value, a benefit, for us to own our weaknesses, that we actually take a step forward when we are able to say, I'm not as patient as I need to be with my family. I find it difficult to say I am sorry. I hold prejudices against certain people. I'm not a good listener. Through all these honest acknowledgments of our limitations is when we can move towards the truth without devaluing, devaluing ourselves because that honest humility allows us to acknowledge our weaknesses and at the same time realize that we remain people of goodness and dignity. We know we'll never be perfect, but never forget that in God's eyes we all have value as his children we might not be able to do everything, but we have something to contribute. Humility allows us to claim the truth about ourselves. But humility does not only influence the understanding of ourselves, but it should change our view of others. It allows us to see the goodness of others and to treat them with reverence. You know, one fact of our humanity, death can really make us humble, Right? forces us to face our own mortality and our needs. And in that humility, we can more clearly see the goodness of others as they minister to us in our grief. I have experienced that so profoundly with families in my over 10 years of ministry. Why is it that addicts in 12-step programs can so clearly appreciate the value of life and create those tight bonds with others in their community? It's because their addiction makes them humble. 
and they realize that every day they are clean is a gift and they will make any sacrifice to be with a fellow who is also suffering. Why is it that people who struggle with cancer or any serious disease are often so willing to extend themselves to others who struggle with that same sickness? There are so many of those groups around the world that bond together through that pain. That cancer can make them so humble and they can more clearly see the reverence of their own life and the value and goodness of every other person. We know that that vice of pride, you know, people who are proud feel they can do it on their own, not able to see as clearly the reverence that they should have for others. They tend to relate to others in terms of what the other can provide for them. That is why we hear this profound teaching saying that we should not invite anyone to our house that can repay us, but rather the poor, the crippled, the blind, the lame. The great Jewish theologian Martin Buber was once asked a very common question, where is God? And he rightly avoided this cliche that God is everywhere. Instead, he said, God is found between people in the relationships that bind us to one another. I'm also so moved, always moved, by my good friend, Father Don Dunson, my moral theologian from the seminary, who started a school in Uganda for children's soldiers. What a journey he has been on. A school for those children who were abducted, abducted from their families and forced to kill. Humility. Imagine the humility he experiences every day when he goes back to Africa to be with those children. Friends, let's reflect this week. This fundamental insight is what makes love the highest of all Christian virtues. For love tells us that it is in our relationship to each other that we find God. Love is indeed the only way to God, the only path. And if love is the only path, it is only the humble who will walk upon it. Let's pray this day that God teaches us the virtue of humility throughout our lives and through those we encounter in our friends and our families and our strangers. St. Teresa of Calcutta, pray for us. Thank you for joining us for the Voices of St. Michael podcast. Please tell your friends about it. You can visit our website at stmichaelchurchindependence.org to find more talks, interviews, homilies, and prayers. You can also subscribe to this podcast from your favorite podcast app by searching for Voices of St. Michael Independence, Ohio. St. Michael the Archangel, pray for us.